Crooker's Kingdom by Marty Ross. How much? What's that? Further. How much further, Richard? Here, just along here. Day like this, anniversary like this, I could be... Yes, yes, moping around a graveyard. But even so... Have you no thought of... Of the children. Twenty years dead and still chilling the air between us. How could I forget? But still, not forgetting. I, I wanted to... To what, Richard? Look, I know nothing stands, not for long. However high and hard one builds. What? What? Sit down, Richard, on these rocks. Catch your breath, you great fat... Yeah, look, a man builds, achieves, well, a beauty even... Once or twice, through blind accident. Yet the bricks crumble to dust at a careless touch. I, I know what we've lost, Margaret, for all that we've gained. All I've built for you. Oh, yes, Richard. Let's hear again of the magnificence I've inspired you to. Well, look, there. Cromford. A mill. A town where there was nothing. A wild rip in the landscape. Bare rock, twisted trees, an ugly churn of river. A few huddled folks, stunted and stupid as wet sheep. And what was I when I stumbled here? A barber, weary of dying wigs in a Bolton back street, which left his wife as what? As what? A happier woman, perhaps? Happier? Yes. Yes, happier than you noticed at the time. Well, I wasn't happy. I needed more. Margaret, something to fight for, something to build. And I needed Cromford. And my money to buy it for you. Money well spent. Cromford is our child too, Margaret. Only a man would mistake a factory for a child. A factory in a town? And a life and a future for the hundreds my hard graft has brought here. If I've made mistakes, Margaret, I've buried them. Buried and built upon them. And I'm building still. It won't do, Margaret. You, my wife, living apart from me. Making me look... Like a man who can't quite conquer everything hereabouts? Oh, I'll conquer you too. Finally. Come, Margaret. Over here. Please. That's enough, Richard. I'm going home. No, wait, wait, wait. Look. At what? The tour. What about it? There's nothing here. Yeah, but there will be. It's just the spot. Look at the view down to the river and the town beyond. I'm going to build here, Margaret. A house. A house for us both. My wife won't shun life with me in this house. This, this won't be a house at all. This'll be a, a castle. This'll be. What? Well, why not? There are kings in this world haven't made the money I've made. I saw them noble types sneer at me down London Way day I got knighted. But up here, where the world's rougher hewn than me, a king's what I am. And being king, I'll build something even death can't tear down. Something so beautiful my own wife won't be able to say no to living with me. Of course, we'll need to dig foundations out of this ugly shelf of rock, but I know just the man... Margaret? What? Margaret? I thought I saw... Saw what? Over there, in the trees. <coughs> what, what was that? A bird. Heron, perhaps. They make a hell of a screech in the dark. I thought for a moment a, it the was... The bird. There's stories about this place, you know. My maid's full of them. Yeah, I've heard the stories. Stories of... Yeah, I've heard. 
More relics of an old Cromford, a Cromford before I got my hands on it. Like the rock here, they can be cast aside if they get in the way. It's getting dark, Richard, and cold. I'd like to start for home, if, if you don't mind. What? So you can slam its door in my face all over again? I'd close it quietly, if you'd finally admit defeat. You know I'm not the man to do that. Not any count. Somewhere in this world, Richard, there must be a door that would slam in your face so you'd accept it. Keep charging through the world like you do, and sooner or later you're bound to stumble upon it. Nonsense. Even then I'll bounce back somehow or other. Yeah. Let's get you home. Sir Richard, scant place for airs and graces. <laughs> You'd have your walking papers for disrespect, Jesse, if you weren't the best overlooker these children have got. Well, as you see, they're working hard. You wouldn't, I'm sure, want to go disturbing them. No, I wouldn't. I, I came to see you. Me? O outside. It's a little noisy. It was you, sir, invented the machines. But while they rattle us all out a little more cash, let's have that talk. shift, Sir Richard. My employer won't care for me being away from my post. Your employer's about to put a little more employment your way. <laughs> I've so much employment at the moment. I'm ground bare and ragged as the scarthing rock there. The employment wouldn't be for you, but for that man of yours. Man? Who? My Abel? He's wandered back, I hear. What work would you have for the likes of him? A job of destruction. I know he's good at that. So, where will I find him? You could try the black dog. Oh, yes, of course. Give him my regards. Tell him his children half remember him, at least. You sound embittered, Jess. I'm a woman, a worker, and a mother in a world that doesn't give any of them three its due. You deserve better. I do. Mention it to my employer if you bump into him. Consider it mentioned. You've tomorrow afternoon off, surely? Have I? Your employer says so. You maybe want to go for a walk in the hills. Up there. Cromford Moor, Black Rocks. Lovely up there. Lovely and lonely. It needn't be. I'll see you at the usual spot. Maybe you want to mention it to me husband. He's no husband. No. Back to work, Jesse. It's not your free afternoon yet. Yes, sir. I'll get them skittles shifting. Just watch. That's it, boys. Keep quiet. You're about to behold sporting majesty. See, trick is, lads. You pretend this ball here is old Arkwright's head, his rotten skull, and them skittles there, there is putrid bones. Now, if you'll excuse... On you go, Abel. Roll it. I'm not so putrid and rotten I can't enjoy beer and skittles. Roll it. 
somewhat disappointing, Abel. But that's often been the case with your endeavours. What do you want? Well, to fill the tankard of every man present, to squeeze out that ale, Sam. No one for me, is there? Every man present, I said. Are you a man? Try to be. I'll concede that much. Drink from a friend here, quickly. Appreciated. Good. Now, let's sit here, have a talk. What have you got to talk to me about? I have a job of work for you. <laughs> I don't work for you. Indeed. So much easier for you to let your wife and your children work for me than skim off the cream on what they earn. No, that's unjust. And you're a man, I'm awake, keen to impose justice on this world, you and your radical friends. Careful, Sir Richard. That's a word in this unjust world can get decent men locked up, or worse. Yeah, I don't use the word carelessly. There's danger in this land from devilish radicals, frame breakers, criminals with a grudge against property and profit, and in essence, progress against industry and its masters. Threatened thus, I have a right to compile as much information as I can on those who might mean me harm. There's no man in Whitehall knows more about your kind of company than I do. I'm a lout and a layabout. I'll keep company with any ugly characters who'll stand me a drink. Or offer you a job? Me? Work for you? After last time? I know. You swore you'd rot in hell before you tried it again. Yet however far you fled, you kept finding your way back to Cromford. I had a wife to think of, and the children likewise. You've done so much to provide for them over the years. I've done what I could, without making a rich man's puppet of myself. This rich man isn't looking for a puppet. There's no muscle or craft in a puppet. I'm looking for a foreman, for a spot of quarrying. You were the best foreman I ever employed. Why, you might have been a partner to me now, by now. A junior partner, at least, if you hadn't chosen to go troublemaking, and then, when the trouble wouldn't be made, to make do scrounging, shirking and sneering over a beer mug at men like me. What is it that needs quarrying? The weight of your own arrogance? I'll show you. Finish your drink. <laughs> A castle! Up here! Sir has got grand ideas. Pragmatic ideas. But this whole shelf of rock needs clearing. You helped me hack a path through that uh, scarfing rock over there, back when you were young and reliable. Felt your way into the seams of that rock, I saw you, like you were wrestling an enemy you'd known all your life. It wasn't just the rock that broke. No, find yourself another foreman. I'll pay you twice what I paid you all those years ago. Pay me back all the time I wasted doing the job in the first place and all the life I lost, and maybe then we'll talk. That wife of yours, common law or not, She's a good woman. Hey? Good overlooker. Best I've got. So? I don't, I confess, pay her as much as she deserves. So pay her more, then. And stir ill will in my other overlookers? And see the money slide into your beer mug? No. You're the man, if you need reminding. It's your duty to provide, even if you need shaming into it. I know the man I am. And given half a chance, I'd be a better one, but... Not here. The scarthing over there. You can't have forgot the day it almost killed me. I recall the hardships and exertions one would expect with a job like that. The ground broke right under me. Well, it's limestone, isn't it? Caves wormed right through. 
but it felt like a great mouth gulping me down. I dropped, thumped, slid, cracked me way deep, deep inside the rock, got wedged in the dark, choked with dust, too sore to move. Up above, oh, I could hear the lads shouting, arguing, trying to sort out a rope or a harness. I tried to drag myself back up, but I was too sore. The gap through which I'd slipped down was too narrow, and then I realised I wasn't alone down there. What? I felt it first as... Don't know, a vibration, a pulse in the rock. A pulse? Heavy enough for the sand and dirt to start raining down on me. I thought, God, I'll be buried alive. And then I heard it crawling up towards me. What? What did you hear? Hey, what did you hear? Oh, I don't know. It was too dark. I could just hear. Hear like something was digging in sharp nails, dragging itself up, up on its belly, breathing. Breathing like it had the whole cliff for a lung. And I could smell, smell like... I don't know, rotting flowers. Animal fur, like fish skin and wet leaves, like pig's blood spilling in the farmyard. Like the grave. Like the grave, I don't doubt when you're in it too deep to get out. Well, we got you out, didn't we? Did you? Suppose you did. Me panicking helped, so slippery with cold sweat, I practically slid my way back out. Broken leg, ribs and all. I recall the state you were in. I don't recall you mentioning any of this spookeries at the time. Well, no, I didn't want to lose my job at the time, did I? Yet here you are, talking yourself out of a job right here and now. Well, I've been through a lot since. The memories and the nightmares that make me think sometimes I'm still stuck down there. The drink I shoved down me to make me sleep like a stone. All those other distractions. It was in your mind, man. It was in the earth. Something in the earth. Look, you've been here long enough to have heard the stories hereabouts. Stories of... What? Crooker? You're not even supposed to say that word. <laughs> Why? Lest it invoke the devil. Not a devil, no. Oh, no, no, of course not. Crooker's another thing entirely. The nature spirit. The demon of the wild river and the wind in the trees. The thing that ruled the valley long before you come along. Some might say it rules here still and the hell were you. Yeah, it didn't stop me putting two mills here and a third just up the road. But there were accidents, weren't there? Sometimes there are accidents still. Someone falls in the river dead of night. Yeah, some idiot gets drunk, loses his way when the derwent's running fast. Sometimes in the mill an arm gets torn out of the road. Uh, look, my machines aren't toys. Act childish with them and they'll cut you down to size. Accidents happen in industry. The cogs need a little blood sometimes, along with all that oil and sweat. Those are hard facts. Hardly to be confused with peasant boogaboo. If you insist on remaining a frightened infant, I must perforce look for my foreman elsewhere. I'm no infant. I'm a man who knows, who thinks he knows. I can guess, anyway, the trouble you might be caught in. Then help me. Steer me through that trouble as no one else hereabouts can, and be rewarded for doing so. It might even be worth it. See you shown whose kingdom this truly is. Accept the offer, then. I'll think about it. Have you? Eh? Thought. It's just... What's that? It's, uh, is it a child? No, an animal, a, a cat. Wild cat? Wildcat? What's scarcer than those nowadays? It's doubtless some tabby that's wandered up from the... Where is it? In among the trees there somewhere. There? Was it... Oh, what's to be frightened of in a wretched... <coughs> ah! 
There it goes. Scratched my leg. Stuck in. Ripped it. Is that blood? Where's it gone now? Ah! Ah, get it off me. Get off. Get it off. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Get it off. Wait. Get off. What in the name of all that's holy? Holy? Your face bleeding. What? As long as I still my bloody eyes. Oh, just about. You're a wild cat indeed. Was it a cat? Of course it was a cat. We saw. I mean, was it just a cat? Oh, what on earth are you... Wait. Wait? As in shut up. What? For your own sake. Stand still. Be quiet. What's that? It. The cat. What? Stand still. Oh, where is it? Perched. On that branch above your head. What? Stand still. Just... Look. Here at my foot. My left foot. There's a pretty big rock my toes touching into it. What on... Look. I'm trying to keep my eye on what's on that branch. Uh, wait. Yes, yes. A rock. Could I fit it in my hand? One hand. I suppose. But it looks heavy. Heavy, yes. Good. It's going to spring on you any moment. What? Shh, listen. I can't go for that rock till it does. And when it's on you, drop. We need to get it on the ground so we can get a decent hit at it. Ready? Do I look ready? Doesn't matter. It's ready. Well, drop! Drop, you fat bastard! Down! Abel! Abel, quick! Get him off him, you... Get it! Get off! Get in it! Have it! Oh, let's plant your brains in the dirt, you rotten, bloody-minded... Is it... dead? If I could have made a wetter mush of its skull, I would have done. I never saw the light. Build your house up here, you might see a bit more of it. The thing's dead, isn't it? It's what was working through it I'm more frightened of. You mean... That's exactly what I mean. Oh, I don't believe that rot. A wild animal with a short temper is one thing. Listen, but to... listen. It's listening. Watching us. All right. I'll do your wretched job for you. You will? Why not? I just went and smashed the brains out of Crooker's servant. He or she. It. It's going to hit me as much as it's going to hit you. I might as least palm a little cash while it's out working to smash me. Look at the state of us two, Sir Richard. Blood brothers. <laughs> Indeed. Might be an idea to get some of this blood washed off. Come, let... The cat. Hmm? Where is it? There's just... Look, a bloody patch on the grass. Them trees have to come down first. Yeah. What needs doing? Let's get it done. Quickly. <laughs> you. Oh, well, that climb never gets easier. <laughs> Oh, come on, you great yeah. fat lump. This was yeah. your idea. Yes. Yes. My physician uh, rec recommended exercise. <laughs> I shall throttle the fellow. Next time. Next time. I, I, I must sit down. Here. Here. Quite honestly, Jess, 
Couldn't you have found a slightly higher rock? Oh, oh. Sit. Enjoy the view. We'll worry about you getting up right again when the picnic's done. Although maybe you shouldn't pile anything else on top of your breakfast. Well, if ever a man earned a wedge of pork pie and a mouthful of ratafia cake, it's this fella here. You'll murder me one of these days, Jessie. Murder you? Splitting your beauty just out of reach like you do. Beauty? A mother of four shuttled back and forth in that mill of yours six days a week. Oh, you must have a heck of a lot of sweat running in your eyes. Here, wipe them. You do look after me. And you'd need looking after, for all your might and empire. But you're a man after all. Please, Jess, sit with me. Enjoy the view. Oh, the view of the mill? I've just got away from the wretched place. Well, the mill and so much besides. I'm guilty oftentimes of forgetting how beautiful the land hereabouts can be. Too busy grinding money out of that factory. When I was a girl, we'd run to the edge of the black rocks here, then dash and tumble down the slope to the river. We'd strip like savages, plunging those waters. The whole world seemed so green, swirling around us. I can picture it. What? The stripping or the swimming? A little of both. I am, yes, a, a man after all. The world was green and so was I. Now, grey I am. Grey with cotton dust. I feel it sometimes weaving itself, shuttling itself thicker within me. You're not grey, Jess. Not here in the sun. Look, a leaf in that wild brown hair of yours. <laughs> or did it grow there? What was that? At last. We're not entirely behind schedule. The trees down there, across the river. <laughs> Almost as if a dragon walked, don't you think? A dragon? Well, more prosaically, it's your Abel and his men finally getting on with felling those trees. Oh, yes, of course. Clearing the way for that castle of yours. Wait till you see it, Jessie. What if I'd rather see those trees? <laughs> Plenty of other trees. <laughs> There'll be no castle like my castle. Which begs the question, why do you put my wastrel of a man in charge? I had a long enough memory to recall when he had a good day's work in him. And reckoned I could bully out another day or two. Seems I've succeeded. Indeed. Like a man possessed he is. Well, wait till the trees are gone and he's digging through that rock. Feel his way through limestone, he can, like a mole through dirt. Oh, he'll throw himself at it, I don't doubt. Same way he throws himself at a drink, a fight in the street or a doomed revolution. A man who never saw a brick wall he didn't want to beat his head against. Well, he's found something more constructive to do with both head and hands. And more remunerative, likewise. I hope you and the children are reaping the benefits. What? Well, I assume he's passing no, on. No, what I mean is, all those times, on our little picnics and picturesque strolls, you've tried to press money on me, and I've told you no, because that might throw the wrong light on the thing entirely. Is this your way round it? No, 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 of course not. I, I needed Sometimes a I wonder what you need. I want to do what's right by you. Perhaps you ought to slip a note into his wage packet. Let him know he's hacking at trees down there so you can pay off your conscience for picnicking with his wife up here. You're not his wife. Common law says I am. But what if... 
What if my own feelings were more than common? You're the one who's church married. Oh, indeed. To a wife shutting me out of her life, like the very whiff of me would be the death of her. So you make do with my company in the meantime? Our times together, Jess, are they so mean? What is it you want from me? What? A, a picnic? A wander? Company? A breath of air? And? And, and... And sometimes, Jess, a man wants more from life than he can begin to understand. Don't you think... You and I, we ought to, after all this while, all these wanderings, at least begin to understand what we're doing here. Look, I understand this much. Here I sit, and, and because I said so, look, trees fall in the valley below. Every man, woman, and child within miles wakes, sleeps, works, and prays to the schedule I set. <laughs> Can God himself, I sometimes terrify myself by thinking, cup the world in his hand like the modern captain of industry? Sometimes I wonder if such a man mightn't be a fool to be hemmed in by any rule he didn't make for himself. Them gods almighty the heathens used to have. I hear tell they used to burn to ashes the women they touched. That's the last thing I'd want, my bonnie Jess. The most I'd want but I is... don't want to hear. No? No, I can't. Yeah, of course not. So, what can I do? Other than stir that man of yours to an honest day's work, to providing for you where I can't. If you won't let me take care of you any other way, then this way we'll have to do. You're not God, end of the day. You can't dance the lives of the rest of us for good or ill on a puppet string. No. And yet, listen, those trees keep falling. That mill keeps spinning. And here you sit with me. No longer. I'm going. Jess. I'm frightened, understand? Of myself as much as you. Jess. Let go. Why? So long as those trees keep falling, we've neither of us anything to be frightened of. That's it. A few more down, we'll have worked up a sweat. Just imagine that's Artwright's wallet your axe is hacking into. You'll be all right. Oi, you! Careful. It's great bloody trees we're bringing down, not skittles in pub. All right, careful. Stand back. One of their parents had the decency to show up and stop them tearing the house apart. Abel, what are you doing sat there in the dark? Wondering, more or less, where my wife got herself to. At least you haven't gone thirsty. This? This I've earned. Abel, what's wrong? We lost another man. What? Another accident. It's all bloody fault. You can't expect trees up there to fall the way trees are supposed to. What happened? He was careless. God knows, but he should have been clear. Except that great ugly tree as it fell seemed, I swear, to swivel right round, put its eye on him, fall across him like a bear buggering a lamb. One of the branches, God, it went right through the back of his neck and out the front like it was up for drinking his blood. 
Young lad from Belper. Keen for work, full of plans. At least as far as drinking Arkwright's money at the end of the week. Does, does Arkwright know? <laughs> Don't ask me. Couldn't find him up Rock House. Servant said he'd gone out for the afternoon. Where? I don't know. Did what I could to clean up. Told the rest of the lads, go home. Oh, Abel. It's all right. Another ale or two and I'll sleep deep enough so I don't see it in me dreams. Why do you do it, Abel? Work for him. I never thought I'd see the day. Don't you know? Oh, we're blood brothers, Artwright and me. Yeah. We got us on the wrong side of old Crooker up on that tour. Too wrong for there to be any turning back. I'm a man as signed a devil's pact in letters of blood. No wriggling out of what's waiting for me. So I might as well fill me tankard and toast me sudden good fortune as long as it lasts. Abel, let's go. Go? Where? Go anywhere. Somewhere Arkwright can't lord it over us. There must be some such place. Somewhere. Arkwright? It's not Arkwright I'm frightened of. And what I'm frightened of can't be outrun. Where have you been, anyway? What? You're not at Mill. I went there first, looking for your help in cleaning myself up. Didn't know you had the afternoon off. I told you. Did you? Yes. Did you listen? No. A lot on my mind. Don't I know it? So where did you go? A walk. Where? Where a walk? The countryside. The woods, the river. Walk past the mill and it's right there. Full of fresh air. That thing I don't get the other six days of the week. Did you see him there? Him? On the lookout, maybe, sniffing his prey. What? Crooker, by the river, looking for me. Crooker? Well, maybe it's just a story. Wishful thinking. That something my idiot hands could do could goad some god, some angry god out into the open. Some god that would tear this whole spoiled world apart, and me with it. Proving the world isn't his and his alone. His? Arkwright's. No. You didn't see him either, did you? On your perambulations, eh? No. No. Would he care, though, I wonder, about the blood spilled, so long as he gets his precious castle built? He's a better man, a kinder man than you're prepared to credit. How would you know? How? Stuck in the mill all day. Well, I wasn't there today. No. Back to the grind tomorrow. Aye. Back to grind. That's it. Harder. Hit the bloody rock like it needs hitting. You, there. You get them feathers straight. Eh? No, 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 no. Look, you have to follow the line of the rock. The line. The weakness. Here. Here. Feel it out with your fat, bloody fingers. Like this. Yeah? There's the man I was after. The fellow who can feel his way through limestone like a rake through a damsel's linen. Well, nothing in the world so grand you can't find cracks in it, and the cracks sometimes go right the way down. Here, Sir Richard, observe my feathers. Feathers? Here. Hack a little hole into the rock. Sprinkle in just a whiff of gunpowder. Two wedges facing up, one facing down. Squeeze them. Nice and tight. Then, get hold of your hammer and... Well, why don't you try, Sir Richard? It's to be your castle, after all. Well, I confess the sledgehammer has never been quite my implement. Try, why don't you? Well, I... I just, just hit the thing on the head. On the head. 
And then hear the earth shake at your power. Yes, yes, I... Uh, heavy this, Hit it, Sir Richard. Hit it! Hit, yes, hit. <laughs> Missed. What? Wouldn't like you to be beating my brains in, Sir Richard. You might take a lot of time over it. And the ear. The hammer, please. Yes, here. I never claim to be... Stand back. Hmm? For your own safety, here's a man who knows how to swing. There. You lads over there. Get them feathers hit. Now, you'll hear the whole section of the shelf start to... Now all this rock will be much easier to shift. It. Pull him up. Careful. Careful, poor bastard's got his leg broke. Where's that doctor? The doctor from, from Matlock. Isn't he here yet? I've, I've injured men here. You there, don't just stand around looking like your own ghost. Lend a hand. Didn't you hear the man? Lend a hand. Your, your hand, it seems, is more trouble than it's worth. What? What's that? Sir? I gave you this job on the assumption you were a man who knew his way around rock like this. I wasn't anticipating you're knocking the ground out from under our feet. It's limestone, riddled with caves. It's always a risk you crack clean through into one of the holes. It's happened before. Yes, over the river there by the Scarden. That was on your watch also, I recall. Yes, yes, and on account of that, I was the last person who wanted this bloody job. You're the one who forced it on me. Why? Why? What's that down there? You! There! What's that? Bloody hell, we've got a dead end. What? Down there, in all that dust. What is it? A body? Speak up, man! A body? Let me... let me... It's bones. Bones? Yeah. Children's bones. Look at things. Then, then it's not... I don't know what it is. Well, we have to go down there. What? Look, man. A cave. And those bones spilled out of it. We have to see what's down there. <laughs> I can't. Can't? I can't go down there. Not after... This is your mess, man. You'll come down there with me and see what kind of mess it is. If man at all you are. 
Still so much dust swirling around. Get, hand up those lanterns. <coughs> the lanterns. Pass them up, here. Yeah? Lantern, here. Yeah, good. Now, let's get a look at the... My lord. Another one? Yeah. The, the bones of another child. What are these doing? No. What's that? A Abel? Look. There. Shine your lantern. It's the whole cave. They're everywhere. Every... Bones. Look. Skeletons. Skeletons. Children. Watch your step. I show some respect. It's a grave after all. A grave? Who'd be burying children in a cave? Burying them and... Look. Tying them up like this. Tying? Look, look, the, these bindings. What are they, leather? No. No, it's just like thorns, all brambles wrapped right round them. And what's that there in their eyes, their mouths? Rags? No. Flowers. Flower? Old, withered flowers. Very old, very withered. As yellow as the bones. How long have they been down here? And who put them here? There was a sound. What's that? When the rock broke. Did you hear it? A sound? Didn't you? A sound like... What in the name of... Like that. A sound like that. The lanterns. Sh shine them over there. There! Hey, look. A whole other stretch of cave. And, wh and whatever that is, it's in there. Come on. All of you, through there. We can't. This is my land above and below. I say who goes where. And I say we go through there. Come on. What in the name? We have to be careful. These caves can collapse as quick as they can open up. We ought to head back. No. More bones. Everywhere. Children's bones. My God. What is it? Limestone. Great bloody pillar of it. Well, water seeps through, rock breaks away. You, you, you wind up with something like this. Yeah. What? You're wrong. This wasn't shaped by simple geology. Look. This was sculpted. Sculpted? Sculpted into what? I don't know. Water and time, like you say, have eaten into it. But it might almost have been... Some kind of... Idol. Some kind of what? It's what you're thinking, isn't it? Some kind of profane, heathen... This was a temple, wasn't it? And the children? Sacrifices. What kind of deity demands the sacrifice of children? Other than the God of Abraham, you mean? Well, of course, scripturally, I suppose. Crooker. Eh? Crooker. <laughs> oh, that old story. Not just a story. And maybe once, long ago, it wasn't a story at all. What if it was the real... What if it was the one real thing folk lived and died by? Worshipping, massacring, believing, singing. My God. What, man? Your lantern. Hold it steady. Steady, all of you. Shadows leaping all over the thing. Can you see it? The face. Face? 
in the rock. The lantern, steady! It's no face, it's merely... Merely? Merely what? In the rock, fractures, layers, surely. No, I'm not so sure. I pray it is. I shouldn't want a face like that staring at me. Staring at us is. What now? Something's in here with us. I've heard that before. Before? I told you. All those years ago when I got caught in the Scarling Rock. I heard it. I smelled the stench of it too. Oh. You smell it? Eh? Smell of earth? The... The children, the... The skeletons. Move! God, all around us, they're moving! It, it's just the air getting at them. These old, old bones all crumbling, crumbling to dust. The stench, death. The lanterns, watch all of you, they're being blown. Out! All right, all right, let's not panic. Let's just relight these lanterns, quick. The dark, it wants us in the dark. Quiet, man, quiet. The cave. Yes, I hear. We must get out. Light or no light. Quickly. Yes. Move. All of you. Come on. Cave's going to. Come on. Get out. We're all of you. Get clear. Able. Limestone dust must look like my own ghost. Where is he? Abel, where? Be careful. This rock's popped with holes and caves. What hasn't given way already could give way any moment. What have you done with him? What about? You'd best come over here, the hut. Watch your feet. Here, take my hand. My hand, just take it. What? Listen. Listen, I just want to know it. Abel is... Dug him out myself. Is he? What? No, no, no. We had to sedate him. Didn't we, Doctor? For his own good. When he came to, he was... <sighs> well, delirious. <laughs> Abel? It's me. Jesse. Perhaps it's better if you, if you don't... Je Jess? Yes. Me, you bloody fool. What did you think you were doing? Applied his gunpowder a little generously on a rock a little too honeycombed with holes. I saw. Jess, I saw. Delirious, as I said. Let him speak. Down there, in the earth. The dead. I, I don't think it's a good idea to Please, let him... sir. The children. They led the children in there, down into the dark. They slaughtered them. They piled the bodies high. All for him. All him? Crooker. It's Crooker's kingdom. Always was. Always will be. He's here still. I felt him there in the dark, a snake coiling around me, a claw catching all the flame in the belly of earth. It was frightening for all of us down there. Scant wonder he imagined. Imagined? 
No, no. I saw. You saw. None of this is yours. You can thieve your way through it all you like. Act the lord and master. Build a mill every turn of the river. Set yourself higher than ever above the rest of us in your rich man's castle. But... Doctor, I think another dose of sedative. But a force will come for you from the earth. Upturn the ground you stand on. Make dust of all your gold. Doctor, for his own sake, the sedative... Leave him wait. Crooker. 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 No. No, Crooker. Abel. The man needs rest. We all do. This? Was this what you had in mind? I beg your pardon? When you dragged him out of the gutter to give him the job. This? To see the poor reckless sod get himself killed, clearing the way for You're you to... You're talking out of turn, Jesse. Never forget who I am. <laughs> As if I could. You lads, carry this man home to his bed. And Jesse... I'll lead them the way. Follow the lady. This way, lads. Get home, all of you. It's getting dark. We'll have a mess to clear up in the morning. Off you go. <sighs> a mess indeed. Who's that? O over there, who's there? Children. Children. Who? No. Margaret. Margaret. Where are you, children? I know you're here. I heard you. I heard... Margaret, careful. This rock could give under you any minute. J j just stand there till I get to you. There he is, children, giving his commands as ever. And as ever, the wind laughs at his back. What are you doing stumbling around here? I was trying to catch up with... What? With, what? With the children. Children? What children? I was asleep, dreaming at home. They woke me, crying out. Someone was attacking them, assaulting them. And as they slept, I thought for a moment. A long moment. It was... What? What are you talking about? Our children, Richard. Our children. Our two who died. Our two dead children. Crying out from the other side of the grave. nonsense. Nonsense? You never heard them, did you? Not when they were crying and sick in the nursery and you were too distracted building your wretched empire. Whatever I did or did not do 20 years ago, the wretched children can't be heard now. Wretched? I'm sorry. Forgive me. A trying day. I followed them, Richard. The sound of them right through the house. At every turn, I glimpsed them. They were playing with me, you see, as children will, leading me all the way here, where I saw all this white dust in the air. What a playground for ghosts. And I scrambled on among all this broken stone and saw... Richard, I saw them a moment ago. Not our children at all. So many of them, for one thing. And their faces were faces of broken stone. Margaret. They whispered with the wind, telling me a crime had been committed here. A rape, a violation, a tearing apart of innocent flesh. Is it true? Yes. I think. Yes. We found something down there, in the earth. Something terrible. Bones. Bones and more. But it's buried now. It buried itself. 
We'll clear away this mess that's left, and, and that'll be the end of it. Bones? Dust. Dust and nothing but. Now all this rock's fallen on it. No one will ever know the bones were here. Just as well. The last thing I needed was some crowd of professors crawling over the place, scrounging for museum pieces. This whole shelf of rock's gone and got rid of itself, saving us a job. We can get building all the sooner. Building? On a grave? How does the future get built if not on top of what's dead and gone? Look, I told you, I'm putting a castle here. A castle to tempt my wife back to my side faster than any voices in her deluded, lonely head. You haven't won me back yet. I haven't started building yet, but I will. And ahead of schedule. Watch me. While they watch you? Eh? The children. Margaret. Why? There they are. What? On those rocks. Over there. What? Where? I, I see no... No. <laughs> you can't, can you? Which might be half the danger. Wait. Margaret. Come back. Margaret. Margaret! Margaret!